Hi, this is Jeremy Newbegin. It's Tuesday afternoon. I'm in the Flying Aubergine Cafe. Um, I'm waiting for Rob, who's going to be a little bit later than usual. So I thought that whilst I'm waiting for him, I'd uh, share something that God's laid on my heart this morning. Well, not just this morning, of course. It's an ongoing thing. But um, on the uh, Facebook page, which I set up a few years back, Pursuing Spiritual Maturity, I shared the, or, or I, I posed the question, are you a sower? And I just want to read the verses that I quoted from. It's from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 8 to 10. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seeds you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. They're powerful, powerful verses. And the key is believing what God is saying to us. It's all very well reading it out loud. It's all very well thinking about it. But unless you're actually doing what the Word says, then uh, it won't work in your life. It's as simple as that. It's, it's, it's not about sitting on your backside studying. Um, not that that's bad in a sense. But if you spend all your life studying, then what on earth was that all about? The point of studying is to enable you to understand and then put into practice what you've learnt. And, um, and that's what God wants us to do. But in verse 8, God says that he is able to make all grace abound towards you and me, that you and me, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. So he never shortchanges us. He never leaves us with lack. I have touched on this on a number of occasions in the past about the Lord's Prayer and um, Jesus teaching us how to pray and that part of, of, of the Lord's Prayer which is, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's how we're to pray and we're not praying expecting Jesus to do it all. Again, we're not there to just sit in our backsides and he'll do all the work, although he has done all the work. Um, we're to get our hands dirty. And the, the brilliant thing about God is that when he asks us to get our hands dirty, to muck in, um, it's to muck in to something that's already been done for us. So we just partake of what Jesus has already done. And Jesus demonstrated 
heaven on earth through the things that he did. And um, the, the obvious things that come to mind are the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding, the feeding of the 7,000. Um, that, that, those weren't one-off occasions. They were Jesus showing the disciples, showing us as his disciples what is available to us if only we would believe. He blessed what food there was and it multiplied and it provided for everybody and what was left was more than what he started with and that's God for you that's what God wants for us wants us to walk in the truth of that the same goes for um, and that, that's his provision being seen in, in their lives and we can see his provision in our lives. Matthew 6.33 says that if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all your needs will be met. He knows our needs before we even look to receive them. So it's not a case of... Um, he meets our needs anyway. Although those, everything is there to, for us to have our needs met. He gave us the ability to create wealth. He gave us a brain. Nobody is without the ability to create wealth. I don't care what, how you were born, what um, disadvantages that you had, he gave all of us the ability to create wealth. No one missed out on that. Many do because they get caught up in the state that they're in. And they focus on themselves. It's, it's very much a, a, uh, an example, really, of Luke 6, 38. Given it will be given unto you, a good measure, overflowing, will be put in your lap. And that's God's principle. In everything that he does, he doesn't just give us sparingly. He's a generous God. He wants to give us an abundance. Just as Jesus fed the 5,000 and the 7,000, there was an abundance that came out of Jesus using the faith that God gave him and multiplying the five loaves and the two fishes and what was left was more than what he started with and that was Jesus giving to the 5,000 giving them his faith demonstrating his faith looking to providing to meeting the needs of the people that we're without and that's what he's looking in you and me all the time that he want that not, not so much looking that's what he wants you and me to walk into and that's in so many different ways um, but the key is believing in his word and verse 10 says that this is 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10 now may he who supplies 
and that's he with a capital H, so that's God, who supplies seed to the sower. Notice, to the sower. Doesn't provide seed to the person who's not sowing. Very important lesson to learn there. He provides seed or supplies seed to the sower and bread for food. Supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. So when we sow a seed into somebody else's life, it's, it's not just money, is it? It's, it's our time. It's um, our love. It's giving in whatever way. And maybe in the past I've been a bit disparaging about some of the stuff that we get caught up in, in doing for people. And I shouldn't have done that, really. So I, I apologise if anybody was upset by my inference. Um, whatever good that we're doing is, is worthwhile. Um, so if we decide to bake a cake for someone, if we decide to make a meal for someone, that's a good thing. And God's word doesn't return void. And in doing that, he will supply seed for us to sow and to generate more than we sowed. To generate something positive, something good to people's lives. But I suppose... What I've, what I've inferred to in the past is that this is the stuff that I've just mentioned, the examples that I've just mentioned, which unbelievers, non-believers non, do all the time. Charities all over the place. People that have, have, have no regard for God, but they're, they're looking to do good things towards people. So you and I know that we have an advantage over the non-believer um, because we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. He that's in us is greater than he that's in the world. The victory that was won for us at the cross is in us. And that victory, when we believe that we have that victory, we can live out and we will be able to do more powerful things. That's the way I'd like to put it. Much more powerful things than just baking a cake for someone or making a meal for someone, even though that's good. Because, let's be frank about it, if you believe and you lay hands on the sick and they are healed, if you lay hands on a blind person and they get their sight back, that's pretty powerful stuff, isn't it? I mean, I would suggest to you that that's much more powerful than someone uh, receiving a cake. Um, that's life-changing. And he wants us to um, step up, to change gear, to believe in a big God, 
and to give of ourselves towards people through believing in his word, Jesus Christ, who was the word made flesh. The whole Bible is Jesus. It's all about him. And he wants us to put into practice what he says in his word. So the promise is that if we sow a seed, he will uh, give us more seeds to sow. So we will, when we sow a seed, we'll never end up with nothing so that we can't give anymore. He will give us more, more than we started with. And that's the message I want to get across to you. So when God lays on your heart to give, perhaps you might regard it sacrificially, where it leaves you without. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, you won't be left without. He won't leave you empty-handed. He will return to you more than you have given. Put your confidence in him. Put your trust in him and watch him respond generously towards you because you are demonstrating that you're trusting in him. You are demonstrating that you believe his word and his word never returns void. So I hope that's been useful to you. And um, I'll speak with you very soon when Rob joins me. God bless you.